Julianne, you think you can watch after my stuff today? Take your phones off. Like Brad said, here's my wallet. Here's my keys. Think you can handle it? Watch it. She doesn't own it. She's an asset manager. She's a steward. A steward, as we're studying these last few weeks, a steward is someone who takes care of something. Parents take care of children. Farmers take care of the land. Police officer takes care of people and keeps them safe. God gives us many things, doesn't he? He gives us life. He gives us family. He gives us this world. We need to be good stewards of the creation that he has blessed us with. Gives us money, gifts, abilities. And we respond to God's great gifts by giving back to him. Every good and perfect gift comes down from Father. So we have these gifts. And we glorify him by giving them back to him. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about time, the stewardship of time and our calendar, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Buying back every possible moment out of the hands of Satan. I hope you're thinking about your time, thinking about your screen time, thinking about what you are spending your time on. Asset manager of our time. Last week we talked about being an asset manager or a good steward of our treasure. We had the illustration of, of the fruit. And I was reading in a book yesterday even and talking about the author said, God, I want you to bless as I give you, as I live off my 90%. I want you to bless off my 90%. I'd rather have that than keep 100% and not have your blessing in my life. Not, not have your favor. Stewardship of our treasure. God loves a cheerful giver. Growing by giving of our time, our treasure, and our talent. Maximizing God's blessings for His glory. Today, we're going to talk about our talent. And it really comes from, it's, it, it piggybacks on the lesson from last week as we talked about the parable of the talents. Remember the faithful stewards, servants had, one had five, he invested it and got ten. One had two, invested it, got four. And God said, well done, good and faithful servant. One did not invest it. He held. And so we get the term talent or an ability to do something. They had an ability to grow the wealth, to take the investment and make it grow. So we have talent shows. We have uh, this ability to make something. What do you do well? Interesting question, huh? This past week we had the LSU National Champions. Can you give it up for the Tigers? I mean, here's the GOAT, right? <laughs> here's Joe Burr. Here is someone who has got talent. He's got an ability to do something very well, so much that we gave him a Heisman Trophy. I mean, he's a legend in the swamps now. He has an ability, kind of a magnetic personality about him as well, even off the football field. Joe has an ability to do something well. Brad has an ability to do something well. I mean, he, he, he won't even play volleyball with me because he's so good at it. He gets frustrated if all us little rookies at the game of volleyball. 
He does photography well. Brad, Brad can walk into the room and has the magnetism about him. He, he motivates people, right? That's why he's a good coach. He motivates people. I kind of like Carmen and Nick sing and Lee sing. And I mean, we got, they have a talent. They have an ability. God has entrusted with them, to them an ability to do something well. Andrea has the ability to, to decorate and to, and to make something come alive in a room. She does it well. She has an ability to do something well. Crystal and Cindy, they have an ability to pray the glory down. They, they intercede on Tuesdays for you and for me. And in the night hours, they have an ability to pray well. Give them, yeah, go ahead and clap for them. That's really good. Gary has an ability to mow the yard, make the place look nice. He has a talent to, to serve in that capacity. Wayne and Monica have an ability to cook and, and to serve. They worship God by cooking. Are you with me? They have a talent, they have an ability to put all the spices together and make something wonderful about it with, with it. Jonathan, all through the week, is running the behind scenes at all the home furnitures and all the computers along the interstate. And, and then he comes and he serves in the sound booth and he serves behind the scenes. And he has an ability and technology to do it. And he does it well. You with me? God gives us all. What do you do well? I can't go around the room and everybody. You have an ability. Everybody has an ability to do something well. God gives us the ability to do something well. It can be sports ability. It can be personality traits. It can be gifts such as making people feel good or being a good friend. I love Barnabas in the Bible. He's the son of encouragement. He comes along. I mean, don't we need Barnabases in our life? Don't we need somebody to say, hey, brother, sister, you're going through a tough time, God bless you. Apostle Paul says we all have gifts or talents and we should use them to help the church. So let's look and listen as we go to the Scriptures, 1 Corinthians 12 this morning. Listen for what you might do that might be helpful to the church. 1 Corinthians 12. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord and there are diversities of activities, but is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gift of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills. God gives you and me the ability to do something well. Don't you want to make the most of what he's given you? Don't you want to make the most of your time? Don't you want to make the most and maximize your treasure for the glory of God? God, help us today to understand that you want to take the ability, the talents that you've given us and maximize them for your glory. Romans 12, I love the verse that says, 
Brothers and sisters, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you yield your bodies as living sacrifices. Don't be conformed to this world. Don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. Don't watch too much television. Don't listen to all this junk going Don't let the world squeeze you into the mold, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know what the next verses say? Glad you asked. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you're better than you really are. Look at your spouse and say, you need that this morning. (laughs) Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body. And guess what? We all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for certain for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If it's mowing the grass, mow it, mow the grass well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's giving, then go ahead and give generously. I'm thankful that God just gives some people the gift of giving. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. If you have a gift for showing kindness to others, then just do it gladly. You see all the different gifts? We belong to each other. The... Kids, sometimes we get a question. What you want to be when you grow up? What you want to be when you grow up? Teacher? Teacher. Teacher? <laughs> a long list. I wanted to be President of the United States when I grew up. <laughs> grew up on a farm. Want to be a fireman, want to be a policeman, want to be a preacher, want to be an engineer. We want to be, what are you going to be when you grow up? Why? We ask this question, why am I here? What is the meaning of life? And more specifically, what is the meaning of my life? Rick Warren in the Purpose Driven Life said, what on earth am I doing here? Look, God has a special plan and design for each one of your lives. He gives us the ability to do something and to do it well. We want to answer this question, I was made for, and fill in the blank. I was made for serving. I was made for giving. I was made for teaching. I was made, God has gifted you and me with an ability to do something well. And so, everybody has a purpose this morning. It's a purpose given by God. Psalms 37 says, The steps of a man are from the Lord. James says, Come now, you who say, Tomorrow or today, we're going to such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and get gain. Whereas you don't know about tomorrow. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, James says, You should say to one another, If the Lord wills, we will do this or that. Isaiah 43, but now says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, who formed you, O Israel, fear not. Everybody say fear not. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name and you are mine. God doesn't create junk. 
He formed you. He, he, he created you and He calls you by name and He has a special purpose for you and for me. Everybody has a purpose. And so, Lord, help us. Number two, find our purpose. Billy Sunday said it this way, more men fail through the lack of purpose than the lack of talent. I've known some people, my brother-in-law could testify today, he had talent, he had talent, he still got bukus of talent. But for over 30 years, he wasted the talent because of a lack of purpose and not following the Lord. You with me? You have talent. But if you don't consecrate it, if you don't sanctify it, if you don't give it to God, then it's wasted. The steps of a man are ordered from the Lord. Exodus 31, I love this. The Lord said to Moses, See, I have called by name Bezalel. Now, Brad and Andre, I don't know if y'all having a boy or a girl, but you're going to name, I mean, I, I, Knox and Bezalel. I mean, there's, if it's another boy, you can go with Bezalel, right? The son of Uri, the son of Hur, the son of the tribe of Judah. Now, listen to this. I have filled Bezalel with the Spirit of God, with ability, with intelligence. With knowledge and all craftsmanship to devise artistic designs, to work in gold and silver and bronze and cutting stones for setting and in carving wood for work in every craft. I've appointed him with him, Oliahab, son of a Mishmach, the tribe of Dan, and I have given to all able men ability that they may make all that I have commanded. God said, build this temple. God said, build this tabernacle. And then he, he, he fills these craftsmen with the Spirit of God, with ability and intelligence. Hallelujah. I mean, you can weld, you can, you can put pipe and clean pipe and refurbish it and send it. God gives men the ability. I didn't get gifted in that area. My wife would say, I am not a handyman around the house. That is not my talent. It's not my ability. I hope I have some talent in some other areas. Are you with me this morning? God gifts all of us one with a purpose and He fills us and He even fills craftsmen and artists and designers with the Spirit of God. Why? To bring glory to Him. To maximize it for His glory. You're created for a specific purpose. You say, Pastor, how do I know what my purpose is? I'm glad you asked. It could be God working through your desires. What, what do you desire to do? <laughs> what would you really like to do? He often works through our desires. How about your skill level? What am I good at or able to do? How about your experience? What have I done successfully in the past? We evaluate our desires. We think about our skills. We consider our experience. And then we ask, okay, what is my spiritual gift? How is God using me? How has God used me to minister His grace? See those questions? <laughs> It's a good evaluation to ask. We could simplify it and basically we could say, through my desires, through my skills, through my spiritual gifts, how has God loved people through me? You have the gift of hospitality, then you're loving Him through bringing people into your home or going out to eat with them and spending time with them. That's your gift. You have loved people through your gift. 
Everybody's got a purpose. If everybody has a purpose, realize this morning that you are equipped for that purpose. Again, Exodus 31, I have given to all men ability. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7 there. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. The Spirit has given each of us a special way of serving others. Different gifts, Romans 12 says, different gifts. But all according to the grace given to us, let us use them. He says that in the verse, let us use them. Everybody say, use it. <laughs> Got the rust factor, right? If you don't use it, it, it you lose it. It, it builds up rust, right? <laughs> I had 12 hours of Spanish when I was going through college at McNeese State University. Man, como esta usted? You know, I mean, yo quiero taco. I mean, I know a few things. I go to Chihuahua, Mexico. I sure wish I had kept up with it because it sure would have helped me. I wouldn't have to lean on Leo so much. If you don't use it, you lose it. See, I had that ability at one time, and I didn't use it. It helped me out. I I mean, man, it was, I'd like to preach in Spanish one day. That would be something, huh? That'd be tough. Using our gifts for their intended purpose to the fullest provides meaning for our lives. Otherwise, we wander aimlessly living empty lives. God, help us to use it. You consider your gift. Let me tell you this morning, honing helps. Proverbs says, as iron sharpens iron. That's why I like small group discipleship. Why well, like men getting together as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. I grew up on a farm. My dad would take his shovels and, and we'd be out and, and dad might linger at the shed and put his shovel in the vise and get his file out. He might sit on the back of the pickup and, and, and just spend a long time like, come on, dad, come on, dad. And he's sitting there sharpening his shovel. But man, when he took it to the levee or he took it to the dirt, pew. It was like a knife. Abe Lincoln says, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening the axe. Well, we want to get in there. We want to do it, right? And sometimes we just need to hone our skill. We need to step back and spend a little time sharpening the shovel. Useful people. I saw this quote. Useful people get used most often. You say, man, I feel like if you just use me, well, maybe God has given you the ability and it's Him just flowing through you and useful people get used. That's a pretty good thought, huh? Lord, I want to give you my talent. I want to give you, you have blessed me with this ability. You've blessed me with this ability to, to pray. You've blessed me with this ability to teach. You've blessed me with this ability to love, to come alongside. And I give it to you. Help me to hone my skills. We all have many parts in the body, different functions. In the same way, we are all one body in unison with Christ. We're all joined together as different parts of one body. So we are to use our different gifts in accordance with the grace God has given us. Use it. Hone your skills. And then let me tell you, just be yourself. The kids these days say, you do you, huh? I kind of like that. 
But I get a little worried about it sometimes too because sometimes it's a little bit too independent. We need each other. 1 Corinthians 12, yes, the body has many parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not a hand, does that make it any less part of the body? If the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body... I should have found a picture for this. Kids, maybe y'all can draw it. If the whole body was an eye, how would you hear? If the whole body was an ear, can you just see my, my whole body just being a big old ear? How would you smell anything? Our bodies have many parts and God has put each part where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye never says to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. You with me this morning? We need each other. No two people are alike. Each are given gifts according to our purpose in life, in ministry. Don't compare yourselves among yourselves. Boy, I had to learn this when I was just starting out preaching. I hear preachers and I say, boy, I'm going to preach like that. No, I've got to be me. I can't be David and wearing Saul's armor. It doesn't fit. Don't try to walk in someone else's anointing. You walk in the anointing that God gives you and the abilities that He has blessed you with. Jerry's not going to pray like I pray or... Like Brad prays, like Tori. No, Jerry is gifted and Jerry is Jerry. Are you with me? God has blessed him with his experiences and his background. And it's not right way, wrong way. No, it is God's way flowing through my brother who is saying, yes, I'll be a vessel. You can flow through me. Use me, God. God begins maximizing the blessings as he makes himself available. You could say amen a little louder right there. That'd be good. We're equipped for a purpose. And friends, our purpose is a shared purpose. Romans 12, 5. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Think about this interdependence I spoke about just a moment ago. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you're the body of Christ and individually members of it. Don't be so independent like, I'm just going to do it on my own. Some people are real independent. They just, they just, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it on my own. Some people are just dependent. <laughs> like they can't do anything without somebody holding their hand and helping them. But what God wants to do for us is make us interdependent. That works in the home. <laughs> Don't be independent in the home. Don't be so dependent in the home. But be interdependent in the home Helping you helps me do it better. (laughs) Interdependent. Helping you helps me. And then I would say, do it with all humility. Romans 12, 3, For the grace given to me, I bid every one of you, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned him. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips that the tongue and the tongue that makes great boasts. Psalm 12, 3. Proverbs 16, 5. The Lord doesn't like anyone who is conceited. You can be sure 
they will be punished. Every one of us has a purpose. Walk with it in confidence, but not not overconfidence, not arrogance. Walk in it with humility. Be clothed with humility and allow the glory of God to walk and to flow through you. What's the Spirit saying to you today? We've reviewed our calendar and I've asked you to sanctify your time. Set it apart for a holy use. Give it to the God and say, Lord, all the days of my life, let me follow you. 2020, I I want to give you every day. I want to give you every month. I want to give you every second. Redeem the time because the days are evil. Last week I said, Lord, help us sanctify our treasures. Everything that we have is is yours. You just ask us to be an asset manager. You ask us to, to manage it. Use it for your glory. Sanctify my checkbook. Sanctify my money. Today I ask you to look deep inside and say, Lord, what have you blessed me with? What am I good at? How did you wire me? Don't leave here saying, I don't have a purpose. Everybody has a purpose. God has given you the ability to do something and to do it well question is, are we going to be a good asset manager? She, she actually kept all my stuff right here. So I don't have any more pesos, so I'm going to give you a couple of dollars here for helping me out. All right? Thank you, Julianne. In the quietness of this moment, would you just ask God to sanctify your talent? What has God blessed you with? What has God given you the ability to do? Lord Jesus, we come to this sacred moment. All that we have is yours. Our time is yours. All the days of our lives, just as the video said, are ordained by you even before we are born. Lord, we give you our treasure. You own everything. I read in your word this morning, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. And Lord, you even own the hills under the cattle. Everything is yours. So help us to trust you with our finances. Lord, you have blessed this body with so many different talents, with abilities to do things. And Lord, we are interdependent. We, we are depending on you and each other today, God. Help us maximize our abilities, the things that you have blessed us with for your glory. Lord, we sanctify and we give it to you. In the strong and mighty name of Jesus, I pray. All God's people said, Amen. Amen.